You are listening to the sermon podcast from St. Michael and All Angels Church in Savannah. We are an Episcopal congregation in the Diocese of Georgia, and you can find out more about us by visiting www.stmichaelsavannah.com. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Parables are often confusing. Parables are often meant to be confusing. Their meanings are hidden in metaphoric speech. We are meant to think about them and ponder them and be awoken in the night thinking about them. Parables invite us to travel through the confusion that we may reach a deeper understanding of God, the world around us, and ourselves. Today's parable is no different. Indeed, today's parable is particularly confusing. Last week, we heard two parables in the series of the parables of the lost, the lost sheep and the lost coin. The third parable in this series is the parable of the prodigal son. Our reading today comes immediately after these parables. Yet today's parable seems more difficult to understand. And while all of Jesus' parables would have shocked those who first heard them, our parable today of the dishonest manager continues to keep its edge, perplexing many who hear it. The dishonest manager does not seem particularly praiseworthy, yet he is praised. He does not seem to be a role model for our lives, yet he is held up as an example. The manager is not good at his job. He's not even a good person. In fact, he squanders his master's property that he is in charge of managing. He squanders his master's property in the same way that the prodigal's son squanders his inheritance. Now the manager sees the day of reckoning has come for him, but he refuses to change. He lessens the debt of his master's debtors so that they will owe him a favor. When the time comes for him to be fired, they will now be indebted to him and offer him a place to live. He continues his dishonest behavior. His actions without question are unethical. We certainly should not imitate them. What then are we to make of this parable? The dishonest manager is praised for being shrewd. He has insight and knowledge in the way that the world works. We, too, are to be wise. We, too, need to understand the political, social, and economic systems at work in our world. Ignorance is not a virtue, nor will it make us more spiritual. To understand the things of heaven is not the opposite of understanding the realities of earth. The difference between us and others lies in our actions. The dishonest manager uses his shrewdness for his own selfish interests. We are to use our wisdom for the flourishing of the community. 
There is an inherent distrust throughout Scripture of wealth. Money is dangerous. St. Paul warns us that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and those eager to be rich are often led astray from the faith. Money is a false god, an idol demanding our devotion. Jesus warns us that we cannot serve God and money. Jesus calls all wealth dishonest wealth. Any earthy wealth is a corruption of the true riches that can only be found with God. However, the mission of the church requires resources. Jesus' own ministry had benefactors, mainly women, who were people of means, as the church has throughout history. Even monastics who take a vow of poverty rely on the generous giving of others. The early church who shared everything in common also needed resources. We cannot escape this need. We as the church still need resources and money represents the access to those resources. This is true also on an individual level. Each of us needs resources to meet our own basic needs. We would be wise to recognize the danger that money represents. The present age would have us believe the pursuit of money is the goal in life. There is a sad irony in our country that on our money is inscribed in God we trust, because more often than not, the God which it refers is the money itself. Our entire political, social, and economic system is designed for us to serve money. But we, as Christians, we must resist this idolatrous worship. We must do more than that. In fact, we must work to undo this idolatrous worship and topple those false idols which would claim to be divine. We need to be wise. We need to use money to serve God, money as a means to serve God and our fellow people. We need to use our resources to create a community in which all can flourish and have access to the resources they need and are often denied. How might we use our resources to help our community flourish? This requires wisdom and creativity on our part. We, like the dishonest manager, need to be shrewd. We need to understand how the world works if we are to affect change. Jesus tells his disciples when he sent them out that they were to be as wise as serpents and as innocent as doves. This is true for us as well. As we go into the world, we need to learn all that we can and use what we learn to serve God, and use whatever resources God might give us to help our community flourish. Amen.